Welcome to the Plan B CRNA podcast. I'm your host, Bobby Jones, and I'm so excited that you're here. The Plan B CRNA podcast is the only show made specifically for nurse anesthetists who are exploring options outside of their traditional career paths. This is the place to expand your mind and your goals as we uncover new ways to produce side income together. The mindset that we bring to any situation plays a key part in overcoming challenges and really enjoying our unique paths in life. On Thoughtful Thursdays, I like to explore emotional topics that are relevant to CRNAs and other providers. I think of this as my therapy, and I hope you learn some tips and tricks that you can use along your own journey. This episode is brought to you by OnCall Capital. OnCall Capital is dedicated to educating CRNAs and other healthcare providers about investing outside of the traditional stock market. OnCall Capital also provides opportunities for you, yes you, to create passive income and generational wealth while also lowering your taxable income through investments in the apartment and alternative investment spaces. If you haven't hit subscribe yet, make sure you do that right now so that you don't miss an episode. Thanks so much for joining me today, and now, on with the show. Welcome to Thoughtful Thursdays on the Plan B CRNA podcast. I'm your host, Bobby Jones, and as always, I like to start these shows off with a quote that gets me thinking. William Shakespeare once wrote, And by that destiny to perform an act, whereof what's past is prologue, what to come in yours and my discharge. Now, this quote is from Shakespeare's play, The Tempest, with Antonio being the speaker, using that phrase to suggest that all that has happened before that time has led he and Sebastian, who he's talking to, to their current opportunity, which happens to be committing murder. In essence, Antonio is rationalizing that the two of them are fated to act by all that has led them up to that moment, with the past setting the stage for the next act as a prologue does in a play. Now, in contemporary times, the phrase, what's past is prologue, stands for the more generalized idea that history sets the context for the present. The quote is commonly used by the military when discussing the similarities of war throughout history, and it's also engraved at the National Archives Building in Washington, D.C., Now, personally, I've recently been reading James S.A. Corey's Leviathan Wakes, which is the first novel in a series of science fiction novels that were turned into the Expanse series by the Sci-Fi Channel. There's a prologue in this book, which actually happened to lead to today's topic, but it happens to be an incredibly short series of events that leaves viewers wondering, what's next? Following the prologue is a cascading of events that are tied to, but not necessarily an inevitable result of, the events in the prologue itself. They are tied together, yes, but each character has their own decisions to make throughout the novel, and no single person's actions are guaranteed. Which, you know, for me, that leads to the heart of today's exploration, the idea that the past is indeed a prologue, and what that even means. Our past actions, decisions, and experiences have undeniably shaped who we are today. Every choice, every step, they've all played a role in bringing us to this very moment. It can feel a lot like a book sometimes, in that we find ourselves in a chapter that we might not have expected. But what's crucial to remember is that the past doesn't dictate every detail of our future. We have the power of free will the ability to turn the pages in a different direction if we choose. 
Our past actions may have led us to this very moment, but that doesn't mean that we are bound to a predetermined fate. Now, the balance between fate and free will has been a subject of philosophical debate for centuries. Are we bound by some predetermined destiny, or do we have the agency to shape our own future? Yeah, it's a complex question, and I believe that it's kind of a blend of both, maybe. I mean, it's it's like we're co-authors of our life story. Some chapters are scripted by fate. You know, I mean, I think about the circumstances that we're born into, for instance, but we hold the pen for many others, ultimately making the choices that can profoundly impact our individual narrative. Now, I do want to talk about the common misconception that past success guarantees future success. I mean, many people assume that if they've achieved something great in the past, then they are destined to repeat that success. And that is a dangerous assumption. Past success can be a great motivator, for sure, providing the necessary confidence and helping us to create a more positive mindset, which both are valuable in their own right. But past success is not an insurance policy against future failures. I tend to think of the casino when I think about this thought process. I mean, your luck is best when you come into the casino and you place those first few bets. Each successive bet gets you closer and closer to the law of averages, which ultimately means that you will lose overall because of how the casinos are set up. So let's say that you win that first bet. Now your confidence is high, despite whether or not you actually made the best decision by playing your game. Eventually, those small mistakes can catch up with you, and you end up losing more than you gain. Now, that's not to say that life is like a casino. Certainly, each moment is unique, and circumstances change for both positive or negative. But I think it's essential to recognize that even if we've achieved greatness before, we must continue to work hard, adapt, and learn from our experiences in order to continue succeeding in the future. You know, that whole falling in love with the process instead of the results thing. I do want to also talk about the opposite idea, that past mistakes need not dictate our future either. Many people struggle with the fear of repeating their errors, and that fear is valid because it's crucial to remember that mistakes are powerful teachers, but we have to be willing to learn from them. They provide us with really great lessons and insights that can guide us toward a better future. Mistakes don't have to define us, though. Instead, they should really be refining us. Embracing them, learning from them, and using that knowledge to make better choices moving forward is the key to breaking free from those shackles of your past. I do want to get a bit more practical, though. So how can we leave behind those bad habits and make a fresh start when we feel stuck in a cycle of repetition? It's all about self-awareness and intention. Recognizing these habits is the first step. Then we've got to set clear goals and make a plan to replace those habits with healthier, more constructive ones. Now, that's great advice that I'm pretty sure we've all heard before, right? More importantly, though, is that we must remember that change takes time and patience. It can be so easy to be discouraged by setbacks, but we have to hold our heads high. Those setbacks are just part of the process. Finally, I, I do want to bring up the idea of embracing the unknown in the future. It can be absolutely terrifying depending on your history. And that's the part where your past is certainly prologue, depending on what you've experienced. 
but your future is also full of potential and growth. The unknown is a vast playground of possibilities. So embracing it requires a shift in your mindset. Instead of fearing uncertainty, see it as an opportunity to shape your future in exciting and unexpected ways. So ultimately, while our past actions have led us to this moment, they don't need to define our future. We each hold the pen to our life story, and we have the power to shape it as we see fit. Whether we've experienced success or stumbled through many mistakes, each moment is a chance for growth, change, and new beginnings. Now, as I wrap up, I'm encouraged to reflect on my own past, learn from it, and use that knowledge to craft a future that is uniquely my own. Events have happened, whether by my own hand or others, that may determine where I'm starting at this very moment, but that doesn't mean that they have to determine my future. So let's embrace the unknown with open arms and remember, as Shakespeare did, that the best stories are those yet to be written. Now, as always, I have some links in the show notes to help you out. In the meantime, that's going to do it for today's show. If you enjoyed what you heard, make sure you hit subscribe and leave us a five-star review. I'd also love to hear what you thought of the show, so make sure you put those comments and any other questions you have in your review. If you're interested in passive income opportunities with Tax Advantage Real Estate, visit my website at www.oncallinvestments.com or reach out to me on Facebook, LinkedIn, or Instagram. Until next time, stay safe and take care of each other out there. Thank you so much for joining me for another episode of the Plan B CRNA podcast. If you haven't already subscribed and reviewed the show, I'd be honored if you took the extra time. It really helps to expand our reach and get the word out about the show. If you're a CRNA who is interested in sharing your story on our podcast, I'd love to have you. Please email me at bobby at oncallinvestments.com for more information. This episode was brought to you by On Call Capital. They are dedicated to helping providers like you develop passive income and generational wealth through investments in the apartment and alternative investment spaces. Feel free to check out their website at www.oncallinvestments.com and subscribe to their free educational email series. You can find On Call Capital on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. You can also check out our YouTube page where you'll find all of the show episodes along with other educational videos. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you on the next episode.